The Israeli army says it is carrying out a targeted operation at Gaza's largest hospital. And the United States and China agreed to address climate change as the country's two leaders are set to meet. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News Studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is the Morning Rundown. Today is Wednesday, November 15th. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. This morning, the Israel Defense Forces says troops are carrying out a, quote, precise and targeted operation against Hamas in a specified area of Al-Shifa Hospital, the largest hospital in Gaza. The Israeli army has accused Hamas of operating out of various departments of the hospital, as well as using underground tunnels beneath the facility. The hospital stopped operations over the weekend due to low supplies and lack of electricity. In a statement, the IDF said it had given 12 hours for all military activities to cease within the hospital, calling Hamas's alleged use of the facility a violation of international law. White House officials on Tuesday said U.S. intelligence backs Israel's claims of Hamas operating in the hospital. Hamas and hospital officials deny the allegations. The terrorist group released a statement saying it holds Israel's army and President Biden fully responsible for the raid on the hospital where thousands of civilians have been sheltering along with hundreds of patients and staff. The IDF's targeted operation came a day after President Biden said hospitals in Gaza must be protected, adding he hoped there would be less intrusive action relative to hospitals. The White House said the U.S. would not support airstrikes on any hospitals and the Israeli army said its forces in the raid include medical teams and Arabic speakers, and its intent was not to harm any civilians. In a bipartisan vote Tuesday evening, the House of Representatives passed Speaker Mike Johnson's two-step temporary government funding bill, a first step toward averting a government shutdown before Friday's deadline. Street Arrow News political correspondent Ray Bogan was on Capitol Hill for the vote on what Johnson calls a laddered continuing resolution. Just like the continuing resolution that was passed in September, Republicans needed significant help from Democrats to get it approved. In fact, more Democrats voted for it than Republicans. Next, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says his chamber will take this up and get it approved as soon as possible. The CR funds the government in two parts at 2023 spending levels. Money for veterans programs, transportation, housing, agriculture and energy would flow through January 19th. Funding for the military, State Department, Homeland Security, and other government agencies would last until February 2nd. This is a temporary solution, and Congress still needs to approve appropriations bills that will last for all of 2024. They also want to include extra funding for Ukraine, Israel, border security, and natural disaster relief here in the United States. But that's going to take a lot of negotiations. Straight from D.C., I'm Ray Bogan. Ahead of today's meeting between President Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping in San Francisco, the United States and China announced an agreement to address climate change. In a statement Tuesday, the State Department said both countries will rise up to one of the greatest challenges of our time for present and future generations of humankind. The U.S. and China agreed to revive a bilateral climate working group, which China suspended last year amid growing tensions over Taiwan. It will address 
address issues like energy transition, methane, resource efficiency, and deforestation. The announcement comes less than a month before the annual UN Climate Change Conference in Dubai and hours before the first in-person meeting in a year between the country's two leaders. With U.S.-China relations strained over the past year, from a spy balloon to close calls in the air, to new export rules over semiconductors, China expert and former Miami Herbert Business School Dean John Quelch tells our business correspondent Simone Del Rosario that this meeting is a good sign of things to come for the relationship between the two countries. I'd say we're uh, very close to uh, hitting rock bottom and uh, I see the uh, meeting in um, San Francisco following a series of cabinet visits to uh, Beijing is very encouraging that we will uh, look back on this as uh, the turning point and that uh, the relationship will be improving henceforth. You can find Simone's full interview now on SAN.com. A newly released federal report shows that effects of climate change are already being felt across America, particularly by families living below the poverty line, and those effects are becoming more and more evident. This particular report is not being covered by all media. The Straight Arrow News media mistool shows the majority of outlets covering this are left-leaning. Right-leaning news outlets are under-reporting the results of the fifth national climate assessment. Our real-time media mistool spotlights which stories right-leaning and left-leaning news outlets aren't covering so you get a complete picture of the news. The National Centers for Environmental Information estimates already this year there have been 25 weather disasters in the U.S. that cost at least $1 billion and resulted in more than 450 deaths. On Tuesday, President Joe Biden addressed the report. This assessment shows us in clear scientific terms that climate change is impacting all regions, all sectors of the United States, not just some, all. It shows that communities across America are taking more action than ever to reduce climate risk. It warns that more action is still badly needed. We can't be complacent. Let me say that again. We can't be complacent. In his speech, Biden announced $6 billion in federal funding will go to communities across America to take steps toward climate resilience. The president hopes the congressionally mandated climate report will help policymakers make fact-based decisions about climate change across the nation. YouTube has unveiled how it's tackling the era of artificial intelligence as more and more creators use AI's capabilities to produce content. In a post on YouTube's official blog Tuesday titled Our Approach to Responsible AI Innovation, the company's vice president of product management wrote all content uploaded to YouTube is subject to our community guidelines, regardless of how it's generated. But we also know that AI will introduce new risks and will require new approaches. In the coming months, creators will be required to disclose whether their videos contain altered or synthetic materials such as an event that never happened or someone saying something they never actually said. Those who consistently choose not to disclose that they are using AI-generated content will be subject to penalties like video removal and suspension from the YouTube partner program. 
YouTube will begin showing labels, letting viewers know when a video has manipulated material. In addition, YouTube will soon be making it possible to request the removal of any content that uses someone's face or voice without permission. Music labels will also be able to make removal requests. Our Shannon Longworth has more on YouTube's approach to AI in her report on SAN.com. Finally this morning, a flight headed to Belgium was forced to return to New York due to the conduct of a traveler. But this time it wasn't because of an unruly human, it was because of a wayward horse. Yes sir, uh, we are a cargo plane. Uh, we have live animal horse on board the airplane and the horse managed to escape his stall. Uh, we don't have a, a problem as of flying wise, but we need to return, return back to New York. We cannot get the horse back secure. According to data from the November 9th flight, the 747 cargo plane took off less than 30 minutes before the pilot radioed into air traffic control about the animal on the loose. The plane was forced to make a U-turn near the Canadian border, and in order to return safely to JFK Airport, the pilot dumped about 20 tons of fuel over the Atlantic Ocean, 10 miles west of Martha's Vineyard. It remained unclear how the horse got loose, and while no injuries were reported, the pilot requested a veterinarian once landed, and the flight was able to make its journey to Belgium the next morning. These are your top stories for this Wednesday. You can now connect with the Morning Rundown in a variety of ways, including by subscribing to our podcast and signing up for our newsletter. Just visit san.com rundown to find out more. Unbiased, straight facts, that's straight arrow news. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, I'm Kara Rucker. Have a great day.